Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Vizira, Kit, and Fluke. The lead-up face. I can't. Mm-hmm. Last week, the party commanded their troops and began a large-scale battle against three different squads of Earth Elemental creatures. Flick commanded a company of mold zombies, tar zombies, and gorg... Uh, say it hand clumps yes yes and started his battle off with a bang kit and her battalion of shadows and shadow zombies had a sneakier approach and set an explosive trap for her foes sending shards of earth elemental flying across the field and Bizdira took a more straightforward approach with her legion of imperial ghouls and ghoul steed mounted cavalry blasting away the enemy by sheer number of attacks How will this battle turn out? Will things continue to go so smoothly for our three commanders first time in charge? Or do these elementals have more up their rocky sleeves than anyone suspects? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hello. I saw a face from a couple of you there at the end. How we feeling? How we doing? Feeling a little like you're not very trustworthy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well I think that's the most direct it's ever been put. And yes, as Kit said, Mm -hmm. you know, well put. Fair enough. (laughs) I should say, actually, this is a that's a pretty this is a pretty decent segue Alex, oh. into saying something about this battle that, like, after last week's episode, after we recorded last week's episode, I was like, oh, I, maybe I should just be upfront about this. I don't know what that last week episode sounded like to you all, listeners, because I haven't edited it yet. Um, but you should know that there were a lot of very long pauses in our recording. Because uh, full disclosure, one of the reasons that we're doing this little mini, like, military large-scale battle right now is because we know, as Flick has already figured out via uh, the prophecy spell, that there's going to be a battle on a larger scale than the four of our adventurers fighting the beast when everything comes to a head at the end of our campaign. And so uh, this was an opportunity for us to sort of mess around with some mass combat rules. I'm doing some stuff behind the screen to sort of simplify things and make them a little more cinematic and whatever. And, you know, not all of it is working, but we're adjusting as we go. And I thought maybe I should I should let you listeners in on that little secret, because why not? That's what's happening. Well, hey, and like, who is to say that it's not working right now? Because I think that it it all can work, you know, like totally uh, totally. down the line, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, and it absolutely will. And the, the mass, you know, military battle with the beast is not going to look anything like this actually. Uh, Just (laughs) because already, even after last week's episode, I've learned so many ways to sort of shortcut things and adjust things. And what is it going to look like? Like, do you know (laughs) what it, I refer you to the last 45 seconds of this episode. (laughs) I don't know yet. (laughs) We'll figure it out. We always do. Or we'll die. It'll be one or the other. <laughs> you know, one or the other. And honestly, you know, it's it's fine. I'm so glad that this mass battle is encouraging such uh, optimism among you players. Uh, but yeah, so that, <laughs> I, that was just a little a little tidbit for y'all listeners uh, to know sort of what's going on behind the curtain over here. Uh, we're learning as we go. We're testing as we go. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Narratively, I loved last episode. I think it's very exciting. I think it's super fun to imagine you all up in your like, you know, strategic towers calling out commands to hordes of undead below you. It's maybe not, you know, the the heroic freeze frame that we imagine for our adventures with your hordes of undead, but uh y- you know, it's a nice it's a nice mental image. It yeah. like it, it's giving me 
a decent amount of like Marvel movie opportunity, like comedy. Uh, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yes, imagine definitely. like our adventures, like our characters, like having to actually speak to, or at least learn how to speak to these undead, like that are just like these like <laughs> faceless kind of like tar uh... zombies. And it's just like, like I just imagine Flick going up to, yeah, yeah, Flick. Wait, wait, Flick. Give, give, give me a command as a tar zombie. Hey, you. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, can you? Ah. Uh, you're gonna have to crawl into this uh, bowl, this like giant uh, bowl here, and uh, you, at uh, you. Can you listen to me uh, for a second without talking? Uh, I just. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> thank you. Can you ball yourself uh, up? No. <laughs> Just wait. This is basically how it goes the whole time, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly right. <laughs> this is like every every zombie movie I've ever watched <laughs> made into the hilarious hilarious comedy that was that. But also, I have to point out, if no one has seen Fido, you need to see Fido. Wait, Fido? Fido is a zombie movie with Billy Connolly playing a zombie sure. where they've in this realm it's like think 1950s housewife and like hey son and the dog scout and all that like really fucking adorable but they have collars for the zombies that make them like chill oh i and see so he has this collar and they get their little boy timmy or tommy or whatever fido and it's his like dog his little pet zombie. But it's a zombie. It's oh my a God. zombie played by Billy Connolly. So it's a <laughs> fucking amazing. And Karen is Ann... not on board with this. No, <laughs> no, I, I just Googled it. I'm not into it. It's so good. Carrie Ann Moss plays the mother. It is. It's one of my favorite zombie movies of all time because it's so campy and so silly. It sounds like I would and like it to be honest. Goes wrong. It's, I mean, it's, hey, we. Some, okay, first of all, kudos to you for managing to put a media recommendation in my like intro about mass combat, but you like, mechanics made zombies funny, and that's fair enough. That says Fido. That's Fido. You know, it was the Shaun of the Dead before there was Shaun of the Dead. I'm watching a clip of it now as we were. As we record this episode, and it's a scene with like the housewife and Billy Connolly zombie in a car, and it's already definitely a thing I have to watch. It's it's I yeah I I'm pretty sure I own a copy of it, and I think I need to watch it the next time my husband has class. Because oh my god, I, they just hit that kid with a car. He's oh a zombie. My it's okay. It's fine. It's <laughs> Wait, fine. He's a, he's a zombie. But spoiler still, alert. I don't like it. There's such a good line that's like, just because your dad turned into a zombie and ate your neighbor doesn't mean we have to suffer. Something along (laughs) those lines. But it was just like, I am so excited. She like, you you have to watch it. It is so, the... Uh, I love it. Karin, I love it. I love I'm it. So sad that you, Karin. What are you up to in this? <laughs> That's okay. I don't. It, uh, Taryn is not here with us. Bri is not here with us. But I, something tells me this wouldn't be up her alley either. You know what's funny? No. She watched. She did watch one of. Uh, what was it? There's like a musical one. Oh yeah. Well, that's Anna and the Apocalypse, and that's because it's great. Right. So. <laughs> I haven't seen Anna and the Apocalypse, but I would so I would good. feel like it would be on par just minus the music. All right, y'all, go watch some zombie movies. We've been recording. We've been recording for ten minutes. 
We talked a lot about the game first. We did. You're right. You're right. I made us talk about the game first. I'm sorry. That's what you get. That's what I get. Okay, but also these are both two very good zombie movie recommendations that everyone should go watch Mm -hmm. if that is your thing and not if you don't want to. But now let's focus (laughs) on our own zombie movie, right? (laughs) That's right. Now let's focus on our own zombie movie. All right. Should we we focus? It was a good segue. Should we focus? Here we go. We're focusing. As we left the three of you, you had joined battle proper. The creatures had come out of the woods uh, and approached your fortifications. And we're going to begin once again with Flick this time. Flick, you have fired a single tar zombie catapult into uh, the group of elementals that has stepped out of the trees. You have three others that are currently loaded. uh, And then you also have a tar zombie that is currently loading into the fired catapult. It's just going to take a bit for that to get reloaded. Um, they are now with they're gonna come in within range of your mold zombies because I believe that was your next line of defense Uh, so you have three rows three ranks of mold zombies each ready to breathe out a combined approximately 70 foot cone of of blinding vision obscuring darkness and that does in fact happen uh, as you watch this enormous cloud. Now, I will say, it's difficult for you to see what's happening in the cloud, but, like, also maybe that doesn't matter because you know where the bad guys are, and a catapult is, much like a grenade, doesn't have to be super accurate. True, but I think I do actually (laughs) want to take this opportunity to mount my broom and go a little higher and maybe even directly over the battle so I can get a little bit of a better vantage point from there. I love that. So Flick mounts the broom and takes off, flying up, uh, staying a safe distance above, but right above the formation of mold zombies, which is currently rotating so that the front front, uh, rank that just breathed uh, is now moving to the back while the second rank, ready to breathe again, is moving forward. Perfect. Let's see. I have my hands that I've not attacked from the trees. I have half of them um, still on the ground. So oh, I yeah, want I forgot them, about them. Yeah. to, as the mold zombies have gone up and cl- clouded vision, so to speak, mm-hmm. I want them to now go up and try and crawl up the elementals to try and, I guess, just, like, cover their faces or maybe even, like, can they do that? What abilities do they have? What are, What is more about those little... Those hand clumps. Do they crush <laughs> things? Do they eat things? Do they consume anything? Do they... I, how do you consume things without mouths? I don't That's know, but they are, you know, just like clumps of hands. So let's suspend some tear disbelief. They apart. They could t- yeah. Are they strong? <laughs> Probably not. They're just a bunch of hands. That's it's also just a bunch of hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> That's a good name, too. Last All right, one let's see. What can they do? It's just um, a bunch of hands. It's just a bunch <laughs> of hands. Yeah, really, they, they, they hit things for not a ton of damage individually, but, like, there's a bunch of them. Uh, sure. And they also... Oh, right. The first time... Yeah, so you have the you have the never-ending army, Flick, because your, your general that you're working with can raise corpses, and then the hand clumps, when a hand clump is reduced to... Well, when an individual hand of the clump is reduced to zero hit points, it splits into two new hands. Nice. <laughs> uh, it only happens once, so the split hands don't also keep splitting, but eventually you're going to end up with a with fully twice as many hands as you started with. Great. That's exactly what I want. 
So I want them to go up and try and crawl up. Can we go for the armored ones? Yeah, Is that sure. Yeah, they're smart? they're a little ways behind. So the front line of regular elementals has been blinded uh, by the by the mold zombies. So yeah, absolutely, the hand clumps can go behind and grab the the armored ones. Great. And then I want my other three. What are they called? Catapults to launch. Okay, and you're launching aimed generally at... So it's, it feels like we've got two groups. So is this aimed generally at the regular elementals that are blinded by spores or the armored elementals that have got the, the hand clumps? The ones who are blinded. The Great. Front ones. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So let's take care of a couple of things. I'm going to take care of the cannon stuff. Why don't you take care of the gorlings? Roll me, uh, please, 3d20. Uh, that's a 7. A 10 and an 8. 7, a 10, and an 8. Okay, so the hands are having sort of a hard time finding purchase on the uh, armored elementals, uh, so they're having Clearly. a hard time getting up there and blinding them. But that said, they're going to they're gonna get more of a chance because as they swarm these elementals, of course, these armored elementals are slamming them and stomping on them and otherwise destroying them, which, much to the elementals' horror, is just making more of them right now. Woo! So you may not have blinded <laughs> this group, but you have definitely sort of inundated them with hand clumps, uh, so that's a thing. Would you roll up some catapult damage now? The total is going to be 6d10 and 12d8. 6d10. Okay, that's a total of 24 bludgeoning, uh, bludgeoning damage. 63 fire damage. Okay. Wow. Those were, that was wild. All right, so as your uh, hand clumps uh, sort of eh, less than successfully try and get on the armored elementals, the regular elementals are decimated as three flaming tar zombies explode into that area of where they are and all of them unable to see these flying tar zombies, flaming flying tar zombies coming because of the spore cloud, all of them failed their saving throws. Now, I, I will say, and, and I guess I should have asked this beforehand, but do you also have a similar uh, theory of expendable true undead troops flick? Because those that front line of mold zombies is definitely within range of that cannon or uh, catapult blast. Well, I think now we're going to aim farther out because the other ones are still farther back there, but they're going to get closer, right? The other what? The other, the armored ones, aren't they behind? And there are boulders Oh, they're well. a little further back, but this volley you said was to the regular ones, right? That's true. So I, okay, I think okay. now we're going to start aiming a little farther back. Okay. So as the gorlings sort of failed, uh, sorry, as the hand clumps failed to get all over the armored ones, the regular elementals are just destroyed. Unfortunately, your front rank of mold zombies are also blasted pretty heavily. They are they are all still standing, but uh, a couple of them uh, by the hair of their chinny-chin pustules. Um, <laughs> ew. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. Chinny-chin <laughs> pustules. No! Yes! Gross. Uh, uh, but there, but the elementals have been decimated. <laughs> two of the elementals, uh, as the smoke and the spores clear, you can see that two of them are down and do not appear to be getting back up. 
Um, oh, nice. However, that does still leave three regular elementals, three armored ones, and two of those weird rolling boulders. Yeah, we gotta uh, go like for those. independent boulders. As you see the smoke clear and your catapults are reloading, your mold zombies are reforming ranks, uh, it does give the elementals at long last uh, a chance to respond. Uh, two of the elementals that ha- that are near there up front that just got blasted, uh, they reach over to those sort of rolling boulders, pick them up, and one of them launches one at you, Flick. Oh, okay. In the air? In the air. Does a 16 hit you? No. Okay, so you see it coming, and it is the wildest thing, because you watch this elemental launch this boulder into the air. It's far enough away that, like, you have time to move out of the way, so it doesn't hit you, but you watch as this boulder sort of unfurls, and arms and legs sort of come out of it, and they are grabbing at the air, presumably at you. Uh, and you see that, in fact, this creature is very boulder-like, but does have arms, legs, and a little bump of a head coming out of the top of it. What? <laughs> the other elemental grabs the other one and lobs it over the back of the mold zombies and into the city itself. And you don't you hear where it lands, and there's sort of a big poof of debris, uh, but you don't see what it's doing or where it has gone just yet from your position, Flake. Perfect. Uh, The armored elementals are mostly dealing with hand clumps. That is what they are doing, and uh, at least for this quote-unquote round, uh, as they kill hand clumps, uh, they get twice as many hand clumps. So I think (laughs) that's what this is for them. The one, the boulder that was tossed at Flick, since he's flying, does it go crashing back to the ground and take damage? Oh, 100% it does. Yeah, it's not a, it's a rather ignominious end of a round for that particular creature. Okay. I have a question about the boulder. Yeah? Is it Geodude? Because... Oh my god, it's basically Geodudes. So it's a Galeb Dur, but Galeb Dur are basically Geodudes. All right, nerds, before you freak out and tweet at us, I know it was a slip of the tongue in the moment. A Galeb Dur is much more like a Graveler than a Geodude. Don't at me. All right. Glad, glad to So many that. Pokemon references. So Pokemon. <laughs> I'm so happy. I love it. Yes. Inspiration. I already have it. I, I, I know. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I love you. All right. So, Flick, that is this particular phase of battle for you. The battle has been joined. Someone has slipped behind your defensive line. Uh, but before you can deal with it, we should go over and handle what's going on with Bizdira. Bizdira, you've seen a ghoul steed get swallowed by the worm. Uh, fortunately, your hail of arrows did a pretty significant chunk of damage to the main elemental force. Uh, and then, of course, you have... Uh, the armored ones as well. Tell me what is ha- that the cavalry is going after. Tell me what the plan is. So, uh, more of the same. More arrows at the regular elementals and yep. more cavalry fighting after the armored ones. Is the worm still above the ground? Uh, the worm is currently above the ground, yeah. So, uh, searing sunburst quite yet again, except this time she's gonna use two key points, please. You got it. I got a nine on my con save, so. Great. So first of all, 12 radiant from the radiant consumption. Plus another 25. So 37 this time. Damn. Yes, sir. 37. 
All right. The 37. 37. So Bizdira flings another sunburst at the worm before it can burrow, which it does do immediately after uh, the sunburst hits it, sort of uh, screeches out and burrows under the ground. Uh, arrows continue to fly and fall among the regular elementals uh, who are now who are beginning to approach boulder throwing range and soon will be within uh, bone snapping range of your skeleton uh, archers. Uh, but for the mo- or no, sorry, of your uh, imperial ghoul crossbowers. But they'll be able to switch to their melee attacks uh, if they if they are overrun, and your cavalry is still hacking away at the armored elementals who are giving as good as they get right back. Uh, I think you've lost, well, you lost one cavalry person, one steed to the worm, uh, and I think another falls uh, against the elementals, but they are, uh, the armored elementals, but even so, even with those two losses, your cavalry still far outnumber their targets. Cool. Bizdira, you do see from your vantage point, you can see that the elementals are now, uh, the regular elementals are now close enough that they are picking up boulders and rocks of various sizes and throwing them at both your archers and also just sort of your defenses. Will you make me a strength saving throw, please? not a happy die. Strength saving throw. That's a nine. Okay, so a boulder hits the tower that you were in for your vantage point uh, and you fall out of it. Now, obviously it doesn't do you any harm as a monk, uh, but you've sort of lost your vantage point for the moment. You obviously can scramble right back up and you're very quick about it, but there will be a little break in the moment of the battle where things might happen that you are not able to immediately see. Can I yell out an order to um, send more of the cavalry to the elementals that are throwing shit. Yeah, absolutely. So a portion of the cavalry sort of breaks away, heads for the regular elementals. The The tower that you were in wasn't totally toppled, uh, but it was damaged, not insignificantly, so it's sort of is now your leaning tower of vantage. Um, and so you can get up there. It's not quite the same, uh, but you can see the battle has been joined in full at this point. We head back around to Kit. Uh, you also have joined the battle proper. Your your skeletal archers, that's where I had them in my head, uh, your skeletal ranged attackers are laying into the elementals uh, and your shadows are helping to weaken them, which is uh, making a big difference, right? Because the elementals that can are going back and turning around to attack the shadows, but each time a shadow hits them, they're less and less able to sort of put up any sort of a return fight. Uh, what is your next moment? Okay, so I think I'm, I'm at the la- end of the last turn. I said that I was going to fly up, but then I realized, oh, I already used my wings. So that is not a thing that I could actually do unless I want to use a wild shape, which I don't think I wanted to. Yeah. So, but I think it actually makes sense for me to stay on the ground. Um, so I think probably what happened at the end of last turn was I just backed up and I surveyed everything and then what I would like to do is I would like to take the three that got hit by um, by the second thunder wave and I would like to focus on trying to get those totally out of commission. Okay, okay. Did they all end up like in totally different areas or is there any chance that some of them are close to each other. Are you thinking thunder wave? Is that the is that the question here? Yes. So I think you could I think two of them are close enough that you could thunder wave okay. and hit two of the three of them, yeah. Great. So I think let's start out there. I'm just gonna use a little baby first level thunder wave. <laughs> a little baby Okay. 
they're they're beat up. I don't need to bring out the big guns on these ones. Saving sure. it for for the the armored guys. Sure, sure. Uh, one saves and one fails. Okie dokie. Ah. <laughs> oh, well, did not roll that great. That's only five. Five. I think actually the one that failed might go. Di- yeah. So uh, so it's a little compared to the last two thunder waves that you set off. This is like a little thunder fart. Uh, but the thunder <laughs> oh, fart is enough. Uh, you 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 know you did the work ahead of time, right? You did the prep, yeah. and so you have to work less hard here at the end. One of the uh, regular elementals just disintegrates underneath this little thunder fart. Um, the other one uh, takes two damage and uh, you know turns on you, and not much else happens. But uh, but you did manage to get rid of that one quite efficiently. Your any new orders to your archers? Uh, I keep calling them archers. They're sending like shadow missiles, but you know what I mean. Uh, and or your or your shadows. I think that the only thing that I probably direct them to is to maybe focus on the last two that are outside of the the cone of darkness. Uh-huh, um, just uh-huh. like let's get rid of them first, and then we can um, and like like focus on the guys as they're leaving the darkness. If anyone new comes out, like I I want to focus on that rather than the people who are bumbling around in the dark, which is how I how I'm imagining them. Yeah, well, I mean, particularly because you're the only enemy of the elementals that's walking on the ground, right? The shadows are floating, mm-hmm. so they're not giving anything to these things Tremor sense either. Uh, so yeah, I absolutely, like, every time you move, like, that whole group, like, runs into each other and tries to change direction, which, of course, you can't see, which is very sad, because I promise it's very funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so your shadows basically, upon, upon receiving that order, the shadows sort of encircle that darkness killing ground, so that anyone that tries to come out is going to have to pass through them and then, you know, the the majority of your archers begin to focus fire on anything outside of the shadow perimeter. I love that. One of the elementals, uh, one of the ones that got flung out uh, but hadn't taken a ton of damage from the first one, so it's, I mean, it's messed up but not quite as bad, uh, begins making a beeline for the fortifications uh, and the, you know, the shadow missiles are peppering it as it comes and it's taking quite a bit of pain as it heads that way, but you do get a sense, Kit, that it is going to reach the line before they can take it down. Great. Can I do one more thing to try to stop Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yeah. All right, so as I see... As I see this thing running for the fortifications, um, you know, since I'm in the the heart of this battle, I feel like I just got to keep doing that. <laughs> um, so we're gonna we're gonna try um, to fight rocks with Paper. water and see <laughs> if I uh, if if a little maybe a water elemental can uh, oh. hold this guy back a little bit. Okay. Um, so elemental on elemental action. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you heard me. How do you think mud elementals are made? Oh, goodness. Mud elementals. I'm just thinking that through now. <laughs> the idea is that I would like to use the whelm feature to try to grapple it. I love that. All right. Absolutely. Is that a, is a strength save, I believe? It is. And I'm crossing my fingers that my shadow boys have seeped away some of this strength. Yeah, they certainly have. I mean, you could, you're you not sure how much, but you're definitely sure that, that they have uh, to some extent. It's not bad, but it's a 15. Mm, that's, yeah, that's the DC. Okay, okay. So try as you might this, you overwhelm, or you whelm, excuse me, this earth <laughs> elemental, uh, but it's just, it is definitely weaker, but once you're sort of surrounding it, you can feel that, 
your shadows maybe only got one or two good hits and there's still a, a bit of heft to this one uh, and it manages to break out and head for the line and it smashes into the fortification and does, it appears, from as far as you can tell, Kit, does a little more damage to itself. It's it's looking really quite bad, but three of your, of the skeletal, of the five skeleton, shadow skeletons that are on this section of the battlements uh, are shaken off balance. One of them falls backwards, so behind the defenses, but two of them fall in front of the defenses, and immediately this earth elemental just starts going to town on them, shattering their their bones and and dispelling their their darkness. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be beautiful if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. Please? We also want to remind everyone about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, which you probably already know all about. Also, do remember that if that's not enough, you are also supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere through our Patreon at Forward program. So, yeah, come check it out. Right now, I do want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their incredible support. Thank you so much to our Heralds of Denier, Shimigengat, Tanya, and Arc, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliyahu of Merck Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Harmony Bat. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, it's an awesome game and you should play it. We give you free loot for the game every single week and now the entire cast of a familiar quest is available in the game. So you can play with my character Pest and Mugen the Death Dog Fighter, Gale the Barbarian Rat, and Squiddle the Gnome Squiddling Wizard. Follow at Idle Champions on Twitter and grab that Electrum Chess code from the episode notes. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media. All right, I think that's all the announcements I've got for you this week. Stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can, and happy gaming, y'all. Flick, you are in okay situation except for that one boulder that is now inside the city. Your troops, however, seem to be holding their own pretty okay. 
Yeah, and I'm going to tell them to continue to do that. Great. Um, and uh, especially the general, I'm going to like fly towards the city where I saw the Boulderland. Um, and as I do so, kind of yell to the general who's still up in the tower? Where is he? I assume, I assume still... he was with you in the tower when you left. So yeah, he would still be up there. Yeah, I'm just going to yell at him and <laughs> just say like, keep them alive. Like, <laughs> as... <laughs> Just do your best. Um, I don't know, something. Hilarious. Can I give him bardic inspiration, actually? Yeah. Oh, I love that. As I like, yeah, do, do, do. I don't know. I'll play something. And then I'm going to head over to the other boulder. Make a perception. try and just hit him. Make a perception check for me. See if you can find where he, because you saw where he landed, but you're not sure where he moved to. That's a dirty 20. Oh, yeah. You find him absolutely. He is, and it's wild, because he made it quite a ways over the original battlement defenses, and he is beelining for the center of the city. Sure. I'm going to... Can I catch up to him? Uh, oh, yeah, with your 50-foot fly speed, right? Yes. I yeah, am yeah, absolutely. going to throw a... You know what, Kit? I'm going to take a page out of your book, and I'm going to throw a third-level Thunder Wave Woo-hoo. at this little boulder thing. That is a 16... No, sorry, a 15. God, uh, I roll all no, 15s. that fails, and Ooh. so that is 14, 18, 19 Thunder Damage. Does this creature have a vulnerability? It does not. Ugh, but then I guess that's it for my turn because I moved. Bonus action and Yeah, but action. you definitely... I will, I'm going to assume that you sort of flew in front of it and thunder waved it to push it away from the center of the city. So it yes. sort of it tucks itself in and rolls 10 feet backwards uh, away from you and you two are... Uh, now facing off how very exciting uh, you can hear the sounds of battle continuing with your uh, your legion and you can hear the occasional command coming from the tower so you know stuff's going on over there uh, you hear that single catapult that got fired the first time it's ready and you hear it get fired and, and go into the battle uh, but why don't we do a little more back and forth with you and this boulder so we'll zoom in on your fight here uh, it is going to try and give as good as it got uh, and it's going to attack now, where are you exactly? Uh, well, I am towards the city. I'm so in inner city, I guess, uh-huh. from it. I really just mean how high up in the air do you think you are? Oh, like as far as I can be to have used that spell. So what was it? I think your best bet would have been to be right on top of him then, and then I would buy that you're 15 feet up. How does that sound? Yep, that's fine. Okay, so <laughs> this, uh, this boulder is going to... It's wild. Uh, to watch, but this boulder is going to sort of like run towards like some of the debris of the city and you watch as this boulder tries to like parkour its way high enough to to leap onto you. Let's see how it goes. Nope. They're surprisingly dexterous considering they're boulders, but they're, I mean, but that's not a ton. It's a dirty 20. That hits. So you watch as this boulder just like heaves itself and bounces from wall to wall and then leaps in your direction flake now it does still have to make an attack roll does a 17 hit you that ties oh so flick you take eight bludgeoning damage uh, and make a strength saving throw for me as uh, to stay on your broom oh heavens oh nope that's a seven <laughs> okay so you God. take eight bludgeoning damage and get knocked off of this broom, taking another two bludgeoning as you fall 15 feet to the ground uh, with this boulder lying on top of you. It is your turn. Oh, God. My turn again? Um, Okay, I am gonna... Well, it's right on top of me, right? Oh, yeah. I'm throwing another... 
thunder wave at it. Absolutely. This is awesome. I mean, let's just think about the cinematics of this, right? You <laughs> blow a boulder 10 feet back, it parkours through the air, knocks yeah. you off your broom and lands on top of you. You're like, fuck this! And thunder wave it off of you. And because the dice like to tell a story, I crit failed on my saving throw. Nice. So it goes flying 10 feet into the air. And takes, ooh, um, 18. That's good. Damn, good roll. Uh, no, uh, 24. Yeah, I mean, it's not down yet, but it's very close. All right, so the boulder goes flying 10 feet. Are you doing anything else on your turn, Flick? Bonus action. I don't think I can. Uh, bonus action healing. Uh, can I heal myself? No, I can't because I cast a spell. Yep, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, then nothing. Okay. Uh, the boulder stands up from where it got blown off of you, sort of shimmies itself, you know, dust <laughs> off of itself, curls up into a ball and, like, winds itself no. up. Before it comes charging at you. 19 to hit. That hits. Make a, make a strength save. Oh, God. Why? Why? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a 15. Okay. Uh, well, DC 16. So you yeah, are yeah, not prone. <laughs> I rolled a 16 on the die. It's a minus one. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> 14. So you take sad. 19 bludgeoning damage as it just rolls over you. Okay, this enormous boulder. Okay. Take one more turn and then we're going to go to Vizier. Okay. Yeah. Great. I, we're going to go again. <laughs> Thunderwave? I got one more. 14. To save? To no. save. Yeah. Okay. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. 21 thunder damage to this boulder creature. You let off another thunder wave just as this creature is sort of rolling off of you and getting ready for another attack, and it leaps at you, and you thunder wave, and you cover your eyes, and when you open them, you just see a fine mist of gravel Mm. as your thunder wave finally destroyed this living boulder. And in that moment, as dust particles float down on the on the wind, we move over to Bizdira. Bizdira, you have just, uh, what's just happened to you? You just got knocked off your tower and lost sight of the battle for a moment. What's up? Um, how, approximately how far are the armored gentle elementals? Gentle elementals. <laughs> <laughs> I think you will have, because you were back in your vantage point, I think you will need a dash to get to them, but you could get to them, so more than 50 feet and less than 100 feet. So I will use a bonus action to or click the, my boots. I was going to say, or the boots, yeah. You, you need to use a bonus action to do something is basically what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> I'm going to use a bonus action to click my boots, and yeah. I'm going to run over, are they, you know, kind of clo- all close together like they were before? Uh, You had had three, right, in your group? Yeah. Yeah, so two of them are. One of them's a little ways off. No, wait, I have... Didn't I have three regular elementals, two armored, right? Oh, I'm looking at Kit's group. Yes, sorry, you have two. So they are they are close to each other, yes. Great. I'm going to go up and I will pick the one on my left, because why not? Okay. I'm going to punch it twice. Okay. One is a 14 and one is a crit. Well, the crit hits. All right. That will be 17 points of pow pow damage plus another 12 points of radiant damage. And because both of them are still in my uh, realm, they will each take another six points of radiant damage. Can I use another key point to stun? That you can, yeah. I would like to do that. That's a a DC 14 con. Hey, that's six. 
Nice. So then one of them is done. Uh, as you run out, uh, you know, whereas, whereas the other two have established themselves as capable fighters who are currently commanders of this situation, uh, something about your relationship with your legion, Bizdira, you running out into battle just, like, cheers them on, and there are all of these awful, like, rotting ah. yeah exactly exactly <laughs> as you run out there and the fighting redoubles um, you see Bizdira that you're uh, there were just generally fewer creatures I mean you have the worm so that's a thing but other than that you have generally fewer creatures so you can see that your archers are beginning to wear down the the regular elementals they've taken down one of them and the other one has has closed to melee range and you know you, you I mean it's a powerful creature you will probably lose some ghouls but like they're gonna be fine. Uh, you're you're right now with the cavalry and the armored ones, and again, you're way outnumbering them. Unfortunately, right down there, there is no sight of the worm. That's fine. You can stay hidden for now. Uh, well, it doesn't stay hidden for too much longer because you do feel a rumbling coming back from the defense line as you watch the worm surface from kind of directly underneath the fortifications, destroying several of them, swallowing two or three of your imperial ghouls sort of in one go, and landing there, uh, doing a, a significant amount of destruction to that area, but you all have an undead army, and when they are given a command, they follow it until they are no longer capable, so a few of your ghouls stay on the one remaining regular elemental, but the rest of them just swarm this worm uh, and begin to beat on it as we and that is the image that we leave as we head back over to Kit. Kit where are we with you? The elemental has just attacked the fortifications. I was unable to stop it but I am going to just start wailing on it. Absolutely so. <laughs> you are. Do the thing. Alright. Uh, I get two slam attacks so yeah. it's going to be two back to back. That's a 19. That hits. And that's a seven, uh, 18 plus 7, so that'll hit. That'll do. 11 points of magical bludgeoning damage. And the second will do 13 points of magical bludgeoning damage. Yeah, as you go in between your attacks and all of your your shadow ranged attacks uh, and everything else that this this elemental has gone through. You wail on it in earth elemental form and you just erode it away. Are you Sorry, in water elemental form until the, I was like, earth doesn't erode earth. Uh, until <laughs> there is nothing left but a slick paste of mud. Yeah. Nice. So that one is down. We take a look at the rest of your area uh, and your shadows are doing a remarkable job of keeping the creatures that are inside the darkness killing zone, keeping them in there. And so your forces are having a really easy time just picking off, focus firing and picking off the ones that escape or that are outside of it. And you watch elementals just going down as they are, as they come into view. Things are going reasonably well over there. And this one that was about to break through fortifications has been taken care of. Anything else on your end, Kit? Any new orders for the crew or? No, this seems to be pretty effective. I think um, I will probably station myself here in front of the fortification so that if anyone comes here, I can see if my whelm recharges and holds people. But I think, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. We head back to Flick. Flick, you have just taken care of this boulder that made it into the city. Where are you heading next? 
Well, I gotta head back out to the killing area. So that's a move, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Up and out so you can get a vantage point all of this. And you see things uh, have moved apace uh, since you were out fighting the the boulder. By the time you get back out there, you can see that you've lost probably two-thirds of your mold zombies, but they have managed to blind and disorient the elementals long enough that there is only one regular elemental remaining up at this point out there. Great. All three of the armored ones are still up and swarmed by a now noticeably reduced number of gorlings, but that really, those, uh, sorry, of hand clumps, uh, but the hand clumps really seem to have kept those from doing any real damage or being able to advance. So it's held them off and you can see the general that you were working with beginning to give orders to clear out, to focus now on the armored ones. For uh, sure. Since they're the primary force. What are your orders? Uh, well, are the three catapults ready now. Are they reloaded? Oh yeah, by the time you get back, the three of them would be ready, yes. I want them to go to aim for the armored elementals. You got it. Roll up that damage. Two fails and a save among them. So that is 51 fire damage. Holy shit! And the bludgeoning? That's a 33 bludgeoning damage. One of the armored elementals just isn't there when the smoke and blast clears. Just gone. Absolutely gone. Uh, One of them looks like it is hanging on by a thread, and the one that did manage to save sort of threw itself a little ways out uh, of the blast, uh, of the center of the blast. It did manage to see the thing coming, uh, but it still took a a pretty significant amount of damage. And now, you know, the the remaining mold zombies are now just, you know, going in and slamming and wailing and trying to make, you know, make a bit of difference on these Tar zombies that are remaining, some of them are reloading, but some of them now have just run to take care of that last earth regular elemental. Uh, the hands, uh, the, you know, maybe a third of your hand clumps are left, uh, and they're doing what they can to distract. Well, a- uh, what is happening with that other boulder? Oh, that, that other boulder, yeah, well, it got thrown kind of a ways, so if you were to look out the distance for it, you can see it tr- starting to roll its way back to the battle, but it's okay. probably got another, a, another little bit before it makes it back. Okay, cool. <laughs> just wanted to make sure that that wasn't just sneaking up on me. You know what I mean? No, no. And you, uh, you in fact, at this point, I think it is safe to say uh, that you can, you know, uh, toss in attacks here and there as you need. But you and your battalion can clear out the remainder of these elementals before they are able to breach the city. Perfect. So that will take care of yours. Let's have a look over at Bizdira's situation. Bizdira, your biggest problem is this worm that has just eaten half of your archer defenses. What's yeah. the plan? All, most of my guys are swarming, right? Yeah, all of pretty much all of your iron gala, or iron, I keep saying that iron ghouls uh, are swarming. I, I think your cavalry is probably finishing off what's left on the field, unless you give them a different order. I will. I will tell the cavalry worm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> get the okay. fucking worm. <laughs> okay. They'll probably have to dismount uh, to get close enough, since it's sort of within all of the debris and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but but that's not a problem. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just I want that worm gone as much as possible. And as far as I go, I have yeah, one of me. my guys is stunned. Correct. So I'm going to punch twice to the other guy. Okay. Yep. Love it. I I doubt it. Does a 16 hit? No. Okay. Um, I'm going to kick. Kick. Good. We punched once just to test it out. Oh, God. Okay. Choose a key point. Sure. To try to kick again. 
Yup. Oh my god. So all misses, huh? All, I all four misses. Roll above a nine. Wow. This elemental is for whatever reason. This maybe he's the leader and he's extra nimble or something. But man, you can't. Now the good news is you have now basically sent your entire force after this worm, which right. is which is. I mean, you watch and just whole clumps of your forces are just consumed by this thing, but they are keeping it pinned down and and it is very clear that they're going to be able to do the, the number of people mm-hmm. you have attacking this worm are going to take care of it. The only the other thing is they each still take six points of freaking radiant oh, damage. Oh, that's true. They do take the radiant damage. That's they true. They take the radiant damage and the second that worm is done, I want them back on these armored guys. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, Bizdira, you all, you watch as your army basically just tears. I mean, this is very, like, horde of zombies, like, classic scene, right? They just, it is a rock worm, and they still just tear it apart with their, well, they do have weapons, but also their bare hands. Uh, And they begin, they turn to come and head for you uh, as they finish that up. But in that moment, the elementals, the armored elementals are going to attack you, Bizdira, since they are there with you. No, they're not, you're saying. The armored, one of them should still well, one be One of them stunned. was stunned until, oh, the, until end the end of your of turn, right? Right, okay. Yeah, all right, so they're both going to attack you. Uh, oh, no, that's a 16 to hit? It's high. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's 26 to hit. Another 16... And oh, and a, and a thirteen, so that one misses. Oh, good. So you take thirty bludgeoning damage altogether as they come for you, Bizdira. These two giant hulking armored elementals, and your your forces are closing, but it's going to take them a moment. And so uh, we leave you there, facing off against these two, for the moment on your own. As we come to Kit. Kit, uh, things are things are seeming to turn pretty well for you as well. Uh, where are you? I think I was. I mean, I I think I was probably hanging out in front of uh, the fortifications just to stop anyone who, um, yeah, who my army couldn't stop. But at this point, I'm curious if we've taken any more down. If we have a sense of how many are left in the in the dark killing ground. Yeah. Why don't you make me? Oh, I'll, I guess for you, let's say insight. I have no idea. Okay, great. Incredible. Uh, you started with eight regulars, right? And so you can, I mean, you look around and in like the split second of combat time, right? Of battle time. You look around and you definitely see uh, at least three or four. Da- I mean, it's also hard to tell because they fall apart in pieces. Uh, but probably three or four elementals have been, have have gotten out and been destroyed. So there's not more than four left in there, and honestly, probably fewer. Um, and the armored ones are, are being well taken care of as well. So you're, you're doing well. The, the whole process is taking a little bit longer, but you've got them so thoroughly trapped in that zone that it sort of you feel like that's that's balancing things out for you quite a bit. Okay, I would like to enter the killing zone. Yeah, and, uh, because it's taking too long. Absolutely, I, this needs to be faster. I'm gonna go kill something. Absolutely, uh, you're entering the killing zone and doing what? Wailing around. <laughs> oh, I forgot you're an elemental. I was like another thunder. <laughs> oh no, you're a water elemental. Incredible. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, make some attacks. Could your water elemental maybe take the form of a whale? Wailing around. <laughs> Get it? I hate you. Maybe my arms look like little whales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I can make two in, um, yeah, I can do two attacks per action. Okay, so let's start with that. Oh, God, I'm doing terribly. That one doesn't hit. Okay, the second one hits. Okay, great. The first was a crit fail. The second was, Good. again, good. an 18 plus 7, so. Uh, oh, yeah, that'll definitely do. All right, how's that damage? That is 16 bludgeoning. All right, yeah, absolutely. And you can't, I mean... I don't think you can see them in there because it is magical darkness, but also how could you miss? So, and, and you can feel them trying to strike back at you, but at this point, they've been trapped in there with those with those shadows for so long that there's, I mean, you, they're just little like... It's like trying right? to punch in a dream. Where yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Kit, now that you're in there, make a... I'll take perception. I'll take, I don't know, pick a wisdom skill. Please don't pick medicine. Uh, or animal handling. <laughs> Stel- I, I'll take you know, survival, insight, perception. You can't give her the choice and then immediately retract some of the options. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going with uh, survival, and it's a 16. Yeah, you definitely can feel on the ground in here that there are at least two more elementals that are not, they have not been destroyed but they have been sapped of so much of their strength by the shadows that they can't even stand anymore. Like, they can't lift their own bulk off the ground. So you, so there are really, there's really maybe only one or two left in here that you're actually attacking. Uh, and you continue to have volleys of, of shadow bolts coming in uh, and all of these things. And eventually, uh, you <laughs> I just imagine, Kit, you're in there as this water elemental, just like waving around, <laughs> smacking everything. Around. And eventually uh-huh. you sort of realize that it's been a while since you've made contact with anything and you can you can sort of feel around and step out and realize that in that time, uh, your enemies have been all felled as well. Hooray! Now, can I ask, was there a plan for post-battle where you all like to meet up at some place or a time or... No. I mean, I feel like... No. We didn't talk about it, but it, it seems logical that when we were all done, we would meet back in the center, like, where where we sure. thought we were going to see Fiona. Okay, so my question then is, Flick and Kit, are you two heading for the center? Yes, yeah. I think after we kind of, like, take stock and what were you going to say? No, 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 go ahead. Finish yours, finish yours. Go ahead. Well, no, I, I, that's, I'm just kind of, like, touching base with the rest of the undead that we have, I yeah, guess? There's, yeah, there's, there's significantly uh, smaller numbers, but yeah. And I think that I'll talk to, what was his name? Necrophage Ghast. What? His name is now Phage, um, because that's easy for everyone. <laughs> is that his name? I mean, it's what you call him. Phage. And I guess we go back together. Do okay, we have to, sure. I, we'll leave other people in charge over here, and then we go back together. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And Kit, how about you? Before heading into the center... Can I hear any sounds of battle still going on? Perception. Take that laugh as a no. <laughs> I I am not even going to ask about passive because I think when I crit fail <laughs> so many times in a row, Correct. the dice are telling me something. Telling so you, I'm just going to go to the center. <laughs> I love that. So uh, Flick uh, and Kit, you all meet up at the center and Vizdira's not there. Uh-oh. Wait. But we're, like, we were supposed to meet here, right? Well, now do we hear the battle? Can I listen again? Uh, Same, I think you can also. both listen again. Yes, I think that's fine. This is very funny. It's a 24. Okay, yeah. Flick, you're like, oh shit, she's still fighting. <laughs> you hear like, 
like explosions <laughs> yeah. off in the distance. You're like, yeah, oh. another like, yeah, hmm. exactly right. The the worm has created another earthquake, and you feel it finally. Yeah, I, I, I'm on my broom, straight over there. Kit, I you want to hop on the hop back on? of the broom? Wee! <laughs> All right, so the two of you take off out towards Bizdir's quadrant of the city, and you come upon her at this moment. And I have to say, like, I suppose you two, know, I mean, you know who's on whose side. But the scene is a little disturbing because you've got Bizdira with two armored earth elementals wailing on her and a horde of armed and armored undead racing for her position. And that's where we'll leave it for this week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out... Uh, I, I mean, I, we, I feel like Bizdeer is probably going to be okay, but, you know, the dice have a mind of their own who's to say, so let's find out. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter or Instagram at dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Bizdira. Kid. And... <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't even finish it. I couldn't even do it. And Flick. That's it. <laughs> Happy gaming, y'all. <laughs> Focus. I don't know what this is. It's transition. <laughs> All right. So I don't. I apologize. I don't Zombie. know what that was. So we. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I should have done. You're right. All right. Wait. Let's take it again.